from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. And welcome in, Dan Leachin for Matt Humans here on Sunday Bet Prep. Great to have you along for the ride. A couple hours left here as we traverse the world of sports. And who better to do it with, as promised? It's my man, Will Hill. You can follow him on Twitter at not the two E's, Will Hill, one of my favorite peeps. Will, great to see you. Great to talk with you. Great to be in your presence. Leachy, what's going on? I was going to say at first, uh, Matt Eumann's got a lot better looking. Then I realized it was you. Now it all makes some sense. I appreciate you saying that. I mean, Matt's a decent looking guy, but he's no Dan Leach, let's be honest. Will, a lot of things I want to get to you with. Let's start with this. We were just talking as we were getting set for this about some uh, Major League Baseball, uh, you know, win totals you got. And we brought up, you brought up my Tigers. And you, you, I immediately said, listen, we're, you know, we're going to suck. I agree with you. Where are you at? This is a good time, I would think, Will, to get on board with win totals, either over or unders, obviously, because these lines, when people start focusing more on baseball, which is going to be before you know it, these lines are going to start moving a little bit because people are going to be betting on them. This is probably a good time to look at some unders and some overs. Yeah, and, you know, I really like betting baseball win totals. Now, you could say, hey, I don't want to tie up my money for seven, eight months for a bet I may or may not win in October. That's perfectly fair. But, you know what, if you're a good baseball handicapper, you're probably going to do pretty well on these. You know, you bet on a college basketball game, an NFL game, you say, oh, I had a bad beat. They should have covered. That should have happened. Over 162 games, there's no bad beat. So if you pick the Tigers to go under like I like them, you know what? If they go over, it wasn't a fluke. They play plenty of games, so it's not a small sample size. And I just look at the Tigers, and you know they, they finished the season two years ago really strong. And I think people thought it would carry over last year. It just didn't. They gave Baez all that money. It was a disaster. They can't hit. Maybe Torkelson will, you know, will be a star at some point. They spent, I think, the first pick on the draft in them, so they're obviously yep. expecting big things. But you look at the pitching. Scooble, who knows when he's going to pitch? He's dealing with a, with an injury, and they're, you know, all these teams are very delicate when bringing pitchers back, especially younger pitchers. So who knows when you'll see him? If you'll see him, Mize is out for the year. He's supposed to be a big time pitcher, you know, number one pick in the draft. Uh, Manning just hasn't been that good. You know, you, you develop, you, you count on these young pitchers. And we've seen this with the Mets in the past, way back to the big three with Paul Sefer and Isringhausen. You know, oh, we're going to count on these big three pitchers, and they're all young, and they're all going to be really good. What, what happens more often than not is, you know, one of them gets hurt, one of them is not that good, and then maybe one of them ends up being okay. And I think Detroit kind of headed that way where they put all their eggs in the basket with these young pitchers, and I just don't think it's going to pan out. So I like under, I think it's 72 and a half, you know, shop around, 71 and a half, 72 and a half. I don't think Detroit wins that many games this year. 
Yeah, well, it's fascinating, too, you know, being here in Detroit and obviously going through the Al Avila era of, as a GM. He would never admit that they were, you know, trying to, I don't want to say trying to lose, but not trying to win, and they expected to be a bad team. Scott Harris comes in from San Francisco, obviously had a lot of uh, success with them as the new general manager after Avila got let go, and he has basically come out and said, we're not going to win a lot of games. Like, he's just honest about it, that they're going to be a bad team, and they're going to kind of look to the future. You mentioned some of the younger guys, obviously Casey Mize. Still has a chance. Torkelson, Jackson, Job, some of the guys they've drafted. This year, though, it's going to be tough, and the Tigers' division's gotten better. So I, I like where you're at with the under, to be honest. I, I 69 I'd be okay with, but 72 for sure is a good under. Are there a couple others you're looking at right now? Yeah, I like to really – and Detroit doesn't fit this category, but I, I like to really pick on – bad teams in good divisions. Now the AL central is a little better, but those centrals usually aren't great divisions with the Royals. You know, the guardians are okay. They got some pitching, but uh, if you look at Washington, that's a division where Atlanta's as good as anybody. Philly just went to the world series last year, was two games away from winning a championship. They finished third last year. They finished 13 games out of second place. So the Mets won hundred, the Braves won hundred, both those teams kind of added some reinforcements. I know uh, Atlanta lost Swanson, but they're always really good. The Mets reloaded, uh, and even a team like Miami's got a ton of pitching, just up and down. They add uh, Arias, who's a batting champion. Well, that leaves Washington. I know the schedules aren't as weighted heavily as they've been in the past in terms of uh, division rivals, where you're not playing 19 games against each team anymore. But you're still playing, I think it's either 13 or 14 against each division team. And those add up quickly. The National League's really good. And you just look at Washington, man. It's just not a lot of pitching. Patrick Corbin has, has had his moments in the major leagues, but he's not that guy anymore. I think he's their number two starter. They're a total rebuild. Now, you know, it seems like they got some decent pieces for Soto, but those pieces are going to take a while to sort of marinate. So to me, Washington, and it's price low, it's 61 and a half, 62 and a half. Vegas is telling you this is a 100 loss team. I think this is like 105, 108 loss team. So I played under Washington. And, you know, it's weird to say, I go back to you know bad teams in good divisions. Boston just had a terrible offseason. They let Bogarts walk out the door. They're relying on a lot of pitchers that just don't pitch a lot. I mean, Sale never pitches. James Paxton, when you're slotting him in and counting on big innings out of James Paxton in the year 2023, good luck with that. Corey Kluber. Uh, and, and you need pitching in that tiny little ballpark in that division where you face, you know, the Yankees are still going to be really good, even though they haven't been able to go over the top and, and actually get to a World Series in a long time. Toronto, we know how good they are. Baltimore looks like a team on the rise. Tampa's always good. Uh, to me, Boston, I, I know you got the name recognition, the name brand there, but to me, Boston's in for a long, long season here. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, the, the Red Sox, we know how good they've had the multiple World Series titles, but then they're the same kind of team that you win the World Series, and the next year they fired Dave Dombrowski, the GM, and won the World Series. So very weird things at times going with Boston. I'm with you there. That You're right, a, you know, bad team in a good division, and letting Bogarts go was just a, a horrendous decision, in my opinion. And so we'll see what happens uh, as baseball gets. I can't believe baseball pitchers and catchers reported, well, it's get a beer before we know it. I want that weather to warm up here in Detroit. It was like... 15 below a week ago. So I just, you're making me think about the positive thoughts here, Will. Yeah, we were, uh, I'm in the East Coast. I'm in Connecticut. We had a couple 60 degree days this week. Now we're in the 20s, 20s like today. But uh, yeah, we're, we're getting there. You know, with the Super Bowl being pushed back, I think we're all conditioned to like, all right, the Super right. Bowl ends, then we got a month till March. With the extra week in the NFL, you look up the Super Bowl's over, first of all, Valentine's Day is like, like a week, a day or two later, which uh, catches everyone by surprise. And you look up, we're like 10, 11 days away from March. We're less than a month away from the NCAA tournament. And I, I think I've always looked at this way. Once you get to the conference tournaments in college basketball, you've sort of reached the finish line. You're past the malaise where you, know, you get games every day. Those conference tournaments in college basketball are a lot of fun. Before you know it, you're in the big dance, selection Sunday, uh, into opening day, the Masters. And it's just a great time of year eventually. Yep. That's where you can feel the warmth both outside and inside if we're here on the East Coast. Right. Talking with Will Hill. Uh, always great to talk with him. Follow him on Twitter and not the Will Hill. Two E's in that Twitter handle. Uh, speaking of college basketball, let's talk about some hoops. You got three ranked games coming up tomorrow. Ohio State at Purdue, North Carolina at NC State, and Memphis at Houston. I know you got a feeling on a couple of these games, don't you? I do. I think uh, I'll start with Purdue, and I've been fading this team. I don't love their guard play. I think they've been overrated. I think they've been overrated according to the market. They haven't really done well against the spread here in Big Ten play, but I'm going to probably lay the 12 and a half here. I just think 
look at Ohio State, the get right spot that they're going to they're going to come around. That's over with those spots have come and gone. It was last I think last Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday against Michigan State. They completely laid an egg at home in a game they kind of had to have. They could barely crack 45 points. Uh, there's just so many issues defensively. They take bad shots. Sensible is a good player, but other than that, they just don't have a lot of offense. I, I think they're probably going to be in the market for a new coach. I don't know if they dip their toe in the Chris Beard waters. I, I don't know if they're going to mm. wait for that situation to cool off, but Ohio State's had a dreadful year. They're going into Purdue, which I think is going to be a hornet's nest tomorrow. Like I said, they haven't played well. They got kind of run over in the second half the other night against Maryland. I think Purdue will be out for blood. Uh, you know, Edie's 11 feet tall and is going to dunk everything in sight. I think Purdue does a number here on Ohio State. I think Purdue pulls away tomorrow. Yeah, by the way, you look at, uh, you know, you mentioned Chris Baird. The DA did just drop the, the domestic violence charges yeah. against him. So maybe that kind of opens things up. But I'm with, I'm with you on Purdue. I mean, this is a team that I still, I mean, people still think they got a chance to win it all. Could they with the idiot, uh, that team that the Panthers put together? Sure. But they've lost two in a row. They lost Northwestern's obviously played a lot better basketball that was on the road. And they lost to Maryland on the road by 14. And I feel like they're going to be angry. They're back home. I'm with you. I think this is a spot where Purdue can blow a bad Buckeye team out of the water. Uh, what about NC State, though? That's an intriguing game. No, I was all over Miami uh, on the road earlier this week when they, they took Me down too. North Carolina. It, was, it almost seemed like it was too easy. And although I did have the over and I lost that by a half point, so let's not even go there. But, uh, yeah, 80-72, there was like five shots in the last couple minutes that easily could have gone in. But when the you buzzer, look at, yep, I, I was with yep, you. I had the same thing. Yep. And it, well, it's a problem, Will, when you have a team uh, in, in North Carolina that literally was, I think, what, one for 30 from three? I'm making that up, but it was pretty close to that. Uh, but this is an interesting game. North Carolina playing some good basketball. I, I gave them out earlier in the show, 16-1 to 1 to make the Final Four. I think there's a decent value uh, on, on Miami in that. But you look at North Carolina fighting for their tournament life. So I think they're the, Joe Lenardi's uh, first four out, uh, you know, in the last uh, – Bracketology did NC State 20 and seven at home, small favorite. Where are you at with this one? Desperation or the homestanding Wolfpack? You know, these teams that are on the bubble, they're on the bubble for a reason. It's because they're not that good. They didn't win enough games over the course of the year to be securely in the tournament. And I think they would make history. I don't think we've ever had a team that was AP number one to miss the tournament. I, I, I think that, the, you know, the committee would give the benefit of doubt to Carolina, all things being equal. I just don't like this team. I don't think they defend. They struggle with the pick and roll. This is just a horrible defensive team. And you're going to go on the road against an NC State team that's got three pretty good guards, you know, that play, has played pretty well at home here. And as we've seen, uh, home court just means so much in college yeah. basketball. I mean, you get these two. There's so many. If the, first of all, there's so much parity to begin with that you just uh, home court's almost the tiebreaker in a lot of these games where it's, you know what? Give me the home team in a lot of these spots. That, that's really all you need to know is in, in these matchups where these teams are equal. So I think NC State gets it done. I like their guard play. I'm not a fan of UNC's defense. They haven't looked you know, really well, well coached at times. Uh, I think they're in danger of missing the tournament. I think NC State gets them tomorrow. Well, quickly, got about 15 seconds. Is there a team you like right now? I know there's a long way to go, but a team you like right now to win it all? Kansas is almost unstoppable on offense. We haven't had a back-to-back -back champion since Florida in 06-07. If you're looking for a sleeper, TCU got their guys back today. They hit a bit of a lull because their top scorer, their top rebender was out. They're lethal in transition. TCU is a very dangerous team. If you're looking for just a flyer for some entertainment, TCU around 40-1, to 30-1, that's a really good basketball team. Will, you are lethal in transition. It's always great talking with you. Look forward to doing it again soon. Take care, my friend. Appreciate it. All right, Leigh, thanks for having me, man. Good to see you. You got it. Thanks so much for being uh, with us tonight. That's uh, Will Hill. Follow him on Twitter at NotDWillHill. And I mentioned TCU 7-1 to to make the Final Four. I know Will will be buying that with me as well. All right, great stuff from Will Hill. We got much more to come here. We're going to talk some NFL. It's not over. NFL coming up next. Daily Chin for Matt Humans on Sunday Bet Prep. This is Visa, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Well, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. So you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. We have your own Doc Brown timesheet. Betting splits are another way vsin is here make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Dan Leach here with you in for Matt Humans here on Sunday Bet Prep. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Leach DTM. Everyone's having a brilliant Saturday evening. We're about, uh, you know, getting closer to midnight here on the East Coast, but just, uh, you know, around a little after happy hour time out there on the West Coast. Uh, so hopefully... Uh, you know, this has been a profitable weekend so far. We're going to make it, hopefully, make it even more profitable for you as we go through some NFL here. We got some golf to get to later in the show, some more college basketball. We got you covered every which way. And big thanks again to uh, to Will Hill. Always great talking with him. And I'm definitely with him on the Tigers under and the Nationals under. And I do like both. Uh, you talked about Purdue against a bad Ohio State team, and uh, and also NC State. I think North Carolina just too desperate. They they can't shoot the ball consistently enough. On the road, they haven't been good. And, and Will made a great point about, you know, college teams at home. And this is, you know, it's, it's interesting. Will brought up a great point, too, about uh, giving him too much praise here. No, Will's great. You know, about baseball, that, you know, people don't like having their money tied up in, in win totals or futures bets with baseball because it's such a long year. But that you've got this better advantage when you have all these games, 162 games being played. You know, it's the same. It's like the, the same principle that I told you when we started the show tonight. You know, the NFL and college football are my favorite sports to bet when it comes to the four major pro sports because the games mean the most. And obviously there's the most value in them, and I love football the most as a fan. It doesn't mean you can't you know, make money betting the NBA and college basketball and Major League Baseball. And obviously I, I, golf's probably my second biggest sport that I bet, and I even do horse racing. Uh, so there's a lot of value to be found in those kind of sports. But when you've got baseball games where there's so many and they're not as valuable, and you've got football games where there's so few and they're much more valuable, it also shows you that when it comes to like betting on college basketball, for instance, you have way less college basketball games than NBA games. And those games where you're at home are that much bigger as well. And, and you've seen so many teams, so many unranked teams go on the road and lose to unranked teams. We're probably going to end up maybe uh, with some of the bigger numbers in recent memory when it comes to ranked teams on the road losing to you know home teams that are unranked. And then also, I think, don't we already have the record or tied for the record of the most number one teams in one season? I mean, this season has been a total, pun intended, jump ball when it comes 
to college basketball. So I, I like what, what Will's uh, you know thought process was. We've been talking about NC State, even though North Carolina is a much more desperate team. NC State firmly in the tournament as of now. So I, I still think that NC State's the play, and I definitely like Purdue because Ohio State is just a bad, bad team. Uh, now I want to look at some NFL futures for you. And like I said, you gotta, you know, the Super Bowl is over. We got XFL. By the way, take the over of the XFL. You're already, you're already seeing the overs being maybe this week. The only time they're in the, all in the 30s. Uh, they want you to score points, so almost like they're tempting you to take the over. So I like those. But uh, you know, there's something like betting at NFL and betting college football. And you know, we've got kind of the doldrums for football coming up here until the draft. And obviously, you know, you have a few months till training camp goes, and then the next edition of Hard Knocks. Wonder who that will be. Uh, maybe the Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I don't think they'd ever allow that. So when you look at, you know, the, the Super Bowl odd market for next year, there's a few, uh, you know, teams I want to discuss here. And there's a few teams that I want to say I think have terrible value when it comes to, you know, just their odds being overvalued. I mean, I think there's some teams whose odds are undervalued, but there's way more teams whose odds are overvalued. And you look at the Chiefs, obviously the favorite six to one. They should be, you know, trying to go back to back. Buffalo Bills, they were my pick before the season. I really thought this was the year, but obviously the terrible DeMar Hamlin situation happens. I'm not saying that's what caused the, the Bills to, you know, not have the the the, the great forward momentum that it looked like they had before that game was going on. I mean, listen, Cincinnati took it to them, so, you know, you can't blame everything on what happened uh, in the DeMar Hamlin game. But that being said, when you look at, you know, this Buffalo team with all the pieces they have and having that great home field advantage – I look at the Bills at 7-1. to one. I mean, obviously, they're one of the three favorites. And still having value. I mean, I don't think the Chiefs are going back-to-back. Back. It's so tough to go back-to-back back in this era of period in the NFL. So it, you take the Chiefs out of it. Not that they, they don't have a chance. And then you look at the 49ers who are 8-1. to one, The Eagles are 9-1. to one. Uh, Obviously, you know, a Super Bowl hangover. I wouldn't go with the, the Eagles are set up for success for many years going forward. But I, I just i am not going to make a play on the Eagles right now. I think they will have another great season. But I'm going back to the Bills. I think the Bills at 7-1, to one, maybe it gets to 8-1. to one. There's value at the top when it comes to that type of a situation. But then I want to look at some other teams here. And it, full disclosure, and those of you who watched or listened to me before, you know, I'm from Detroit. I'm here in Detroit. I love my teams, but I'm always objective about them. I'm not, I'm not like a Lions homer. Uh, you know, I'm definitely not a Tigers homer. I love our teams, but you got to be fair about them, especially on a national level like we're talking about right now. The Lions are 30 to 1, which to me, I mean, listen, this is a team that, of course, more than doubled the win total in year number two, which I said they had to do under Dan Campbell. You know, Brad Holmes, Brad Sherlock Holmes, the GM, has been brilliant since he's got there a couple of years ago. I mean, seeing the Lions in the top 12 or so of the odds of the Super Bowl is a very foreign thing for me. It's been years and years since that was something that was actually happening. Uh, should the Lions be a little higher than 30 to 1 based on their history? Probably. But I'll tell you this. I think the Lions are winning the Super Bowl. But making a bet on the Lions to win the NFC North with Aaron Rodgers probably leaving and Kirk Cousins of the Vikings kind of just being Kirk Cousins of the Vikings. The Bears, to me, there's rumors they might trade Justin Fields. I don't think they will. But the Bears, to me, are garbage. The Lions are going to probably be maybe a small favorite or a small underdog, like plus 130, plus 200, whatever, if the Vikings are the favorite, because I think the Packers are going to lose Aaron Rodgers. I would take them to win the North. I would take them to make the playoffs. We'll see what their win total is. Maybe even consider taking them, uh, you know, because the odds will be so great to get to the NFC title game. But that's a team that's going to be on the rise. And I look at the Lions at 30 to 1, and I'm not taking them to win the Super Bowl, but this could be that. I've always said, you know, covering this Lions team for years, that year three under Campbell and, uh, you know, Brad Holmes was the year. They already succeeded beyond the wildest imagination. Almost made the playoffs in year two. They're going to have another couple first round picks. They're going to, you know, do more stuff with free agency. Lions are a team that over the next several years could be a very interesting watch and a very interesting team to bet on. They had great spread numbers against the spread numbers this year as well. Uh, another team I'm looking at, and I, I talked with uh, producer Dan Miller about this before the show, you know, the Jets, and he, he's with me on this. He thinks they're overvalued, 25 to 1. Listen, you got to figure out who the quarterback is. I mean, obviously the whole terrible situation with Zach Wilson. We'll see what they end up doing there. I love Robert Sala as a coach, but they are 25 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. That's crazy. And I'm not saying you can just base teams on their history, like the Lions and the Jets, two of the most awful NFL franchises over the last 20, 30 years. 
But that's crazy that they have they have lower odds than Green Bay, than Denver, the Rams, the Giants, who obviously went on a run, uh, you know, this year and, and what a, what a job they were able to do under Dable. And that that to me that number seems off. So I'm 100 with Dan on that. Uh, I would stay away from the Jets in all facets. The Chargers were my value play this past season. I had the Bills to win it, but I like the Chargers, you know, to make a little bit of a run and have a chance at getting to the Super Bowl and, and, dare I say, maybe winning it. So I had them preseason as well. I think the Chargers are something interesting to look at. Again, they are 22-1. to 1. Do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? No, but they have a chance to do something and maybe get to the AFC title game, obviously win their division. Uh, the Raiders are a mess. Obviously, the Broncos, I have no trust in them. Uh, and speaking of the Broncos, they're 30-1. to 1. I would definitely stay away from them. I know at one point they were 40-1, to 1, and they've kind of moved down, obviously, after the Sean Payton news. I think Russell Wilson is broken. I think they obviously still have a good defense, but to me, there is zero value on Denver at 30-1, to 40-1, to 1, or anything to 1 uh, of winning the Super Bowl, winning the division. Uh, I mean, maybe they'll have a chance. To, to be in the in the conversation, but not with a team like Kansas City, you know, running, ruling the roost in the AFC West. So uh, another team, though, that I'm looking at when it comes, there's two more teams that I have when it comes to value plays. Uh, you know, another thing that Dan uh, Miller, we talked about, you know, that he brought up was the Giants, 40 to 1. And he mentioned, you know, probably the, you know, one of their best years since obviously Eli Manning was relevant, the two Super Bowl titles they won against the, the Patriots. Giants are 40 to 1. Now, do I believe they have a chance, a true chance to win the Super Bowl? No. But could they be a threat in the NFC East if Philly takes a, a step back and maybe they're both still double-digit win teams but the Giants find a way to win a, a game more than Philadelphia? I mean, that's something because the Giants will have some decent odds. So that's something to look at as well. And also maybe, you know, the Giants making it to the NFC title game at, at something, you know, around 15, 20, 25 to 1, something like that. Uh, but the, the Giants are something to look at. The Bengals as well at 10 to 1. Cincinnati almost got the job done. You can see how great they were towards the end of the season. Joe Burrow is incredible. They got some decisions to make on offense at the offensive side of the ball. But I still like Cincinnati. There's pretty good value at 10 to 1. I would definitely stay away from the Cowboys at 14 to 1. The Ravens at 20 to 1. They have an issue with Lamar Jackson. That's a whole mess. The Jaguars are 28 to 1, lower than the Lions. That's crazy. Uh, but definitely, I'm looking at the Bills, the Bengals, uh, the Chargers, and a couple maybe value plays on the Lions for the division, make the playoffs, etc. All right, more to come here. We're going to talk some NBA All Star game coming up next. Dan Leach in for Matt Humans here on Sunday Bet Prep. This is Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Well, if you're looking for a betting edge, who isn't? On the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, decent betting guides for the biggest games of the season, for our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. All you got to do is visit vsin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. It'll be the best $9.99 you ever spent. That's vsin.com slash subscribe, vsin.com slash subscribe. Dan Leach, Informat Newman's hanging out with you here on this fine Saturday night. And it's All-Star Saturday night. And we got the All-Star game tomorrow. And a couple things I wanted to touch on here. And I want to just kind of talk about where we are with the NBA All-Star weekend in general. And just the, you know, the, the lack of the, the luster it seemingly has lost. Uh, I'll get into that in a second. But I did want to, you know, just report if you missed it earlier that the favorite in the three-point shooting contest, Damian Lillard, won. I believe he was around four or so to one. It was a pretty wide open. Well, I don't want to say wide open. It was There were a lot of guys that could have won it, but Damian Lillard uh, you know, holds the trophy and is definitely one of the best three-point shooters in, in the NBA in the last 15, 20 years. And the Jazz, who were the favorite, Team Jazz, were the favorite of the skills competition. All the rookies, I believe, were plus 145. Team team Adetokounmpo was like five to one, and the Jazz were a small favorite. So the Jazz win the skills competition. Um, but you look at the all-star game tomorrow and, you know, there's a line out right now at DraftKings 
It's Team LeBron minus three. And the total is 324 and a half. And the money line minus 150 for Team LeBron. But the thing that's interesting to me is that they're not going to draft. They're, they're going to select players right before the game. And yet there's still a line on it. And people want to bet at anything. And maybe there's analytics that, you know, DraftKings and others have run through, or they, they got some inside information on who LeBron wants and who Giannis is going to take. Obviously, Giannis and, and LeBron are your two captains. Uh, is LeBron going to end up playing, even though, you know, uh, he gets the, the you know, presses Kareem with that, that awesome, it was actually an awesome game. And I watched every moment of that, and Kareem hands him the ball. That was a really cool moment. But then you know, LeBron promptly sits out for a couple games with the ankle injury. I mean, is he going to play? It's an all star game. I guess he's going to play. What's another MVP? But I will tell you this. A uh, really brief story. It's a heartbreaking story. My good friend Lon Lutz, a longtime broadcast partner of mine, uh, lives in Virginia now. He's always been a Lakers fan going back to when he was very, very young. He lived in Vegas when he was younger and always had a connection to Magic and the Lakers. And whether he lived here in Michigan or in Virginia or wherever he's lived, he's always been a Lakers fan. So he literally, you know, like a good gambler would do, good handicapper would do, he looked through the schedule going back months about when possibly LeBron would break the record. He literally was a game off. He was at the game after LeBron broke the record. So not only did he miss it by one game, he had a great time going to LA anyway. He missed it by one game, and LeBron didn't even play in that game. They did the big ceremony for him before, but I felt it was like heartbreak. And like, you know, he goes out there, and is he, he was out there, I think he got out there Monday, and the game that LeBron broke it at against the Thunder was Tuesday. And then the game he was going to, um, forgetting uh, who they were playing against, that game was uh, on Thursday, and oh, against the Bucks it was against the Bucks, and he missed the LeBron record-breaking game. And then, like an hour or two or three, whatever it was, before game time on Thursday, he finds out LeBron's not even playing. So they still had a great time, but that's just the way things go. But there's a line out for a team for teams that haven't picked yet. So I guess where's the value? I don't know. I would probably take the underdog because. You know, the chances are maybe the, the spread stays the same. Or maybe Team Giannis becomes the favorite. But, you know, just to kind of quickly go over this and the way they're going to do this, and not that I don't think there was a lot of feelings that were being hurt in the first place, but they changed the format this year where instead of drafting and having a, a last player be taken, uh, which, you know, theoretically could hurt some feelings, but these guys are all multimillionaires. They're all all-stars. I don't think it really hurts anybody's feelings. Uh, but they did change it, and they're going to draft starting with reserves. So then obviously the last people picked will be starters. And that way it kind of takes out, you know, who the last, I guess the last reserve player would be the last player taken anyway. But still, they, they, they want to do that to, you know, keep people's feelings in mind. Whatever. I don't think the NBA players really care about that. Uh, but you look at, you know, the the Eastern starters, uh, you know, Embiid, Irving, Mitchell, Tatum. You look at the reserves, Durant, Adebayo, Jalen Brown, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Halliburton, uh, Drew Holiday. Julius Randle and Pascal Siakam. And then you look at the West, LeBron, of course, the captain. Uh, and I mentioned, obviously, Giannis, the captain for the East. Uh, Luka, LeBron, uh, you know, Markinen, been a great year. John Morant, uh, Jokic, Curry, Williamson, uh, Anthony Edwards. Obviously, Williamson's been banged up. Um, and Anthony Edwards, the Ant-Man, uh, he's the injury replacement, of course, for Zion. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is an injury replacement as well. Paul George, uh, SGA for the Thunder. And Jaron Jackson Jr., former Michigan State Spartan. Uh, obviously a very tough week for my Spartan brother. I'm a big Wolverine fan. Uh, no secret there. The people that have heard and listened to me for years. But I, we were all Michigan State Spartans this week. I actually tweeted out, you can follow me on Twitter, DailyHDTM. I tweeted out uh, a, a picture of a, a big a Wolverine hugging a Spartan. Like, it's like this, you know, kind of a, a cartoon. And it wasn't hard to tweet it out because normally Michigan Michigan State fans don't like each other. We're all Michigan State fans. Uh, this week. And then obviously Damian Lillard won the three-point contest and Sabonis. And I, I forgot to mention Siakam is an injury replacement uh, on the Eastern side because um, Kevin Durant is hurt. And, you know, that's why you look at the line. I don't know how you can line this game without knowing who they're going to take. But I, 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 I'm looking at the total. And we know that the NBA All-Star game is obviously at a ridiculous amount of points. But now with the Elam ending, it can be a little different. To me, 324 and a half seems crazy. I don't care what the teams end up being, but, you know, we, we've seen this line precipitously go up year after year after year. I don't think that it's, I think there was a couple of years ago, it was lower, a little bit lower than the year before, but every other year it's probably gone up a point, point and a half, two points, whatever it's been. Uh, 324 and a half to me is crazy. 
Now, I don't think there's a ton of value betting the NBA All-Star game. For years, it was blowouts. Uh, you know, there was you, you, teams were favored by anywhere from like three to five or six or seven. And I always would lean on underdogs sometimes because you thought you might get a competitive game. But a lot of times they were super blowouts. But now you're with this, this the Elam ending where there's a point total to get in that final quarter. Things, you know, get a little more serious later in the game like they normally would in the regular game. But you do see a little more defense being played. Obviously, there's going to be a ton of dunks and alley-oops and no-look passes. It's all about, you know, excitement out there in Utah and all the scoring. But to me, I lean on the under. I think 324 and a half is crazy. So, I mean, basically what you're saying is, you know, it's going to be, if it's a close game in, in the 160s, which obviously can happen, but I think this game, the way I've kind of mapped it out, and obviously there's not a lot you can know about who the teams are going to be right now, but theoretically who is going to be where and how things can match up and who isn't playing injury-wise, et cetera, uh, that it's going to be maybe the 140s or 145s or one team might get 150 overall and another team might get 140 or 135. I just don't see this going into the 320s. Uh, so I, I have a lead on the under when it comes to the All-Star game. But just you know, thinking about this uh, before I came on tonight, I used to live for NBA All-Star Saturday night. It was one of my favorite nights of the sporting year. And obviously I, I was prepping for the show tonight, so I didn't really have a chance to, to watch a lot of it, but I, you know, I, I knew who was in the dunk contest and who was in the three-point shootout in the skills competition. But it used to be like everything for me. I remember going back to when it was in Miami in like 1990. They played the Miami Vice theme song and John Sunbold was in the three-point shootout because Miami was really bad back then and they were an expansion team. But since they hosted the All-Star game, he got to do it. And I ended up ironically meeting John Sunbold later in life because he's a color analyst on college basketball games and told him this story. I just lived for it. You know, the Spud Webb, Kenny Walker, Michael Jordan, all the dunk contests. It was the best. It just, to me, seems like it's completely lost that shine. There are still moments where it's it's special at times. It still matters a little. But it's like, I mean, is anyone really betting a lot on that? I don't think so. Is it really, it's just, you know, is it anything that people, you know, just anticipate like I used to when I was a kid, when I was, you know, growing up with the bad boy Pistons anywhere between ages 8 to 15, whatever it was. I mean, I was glued to every second. I would have friends over, we'd have parties. And I'm not saying that people still don't enjoy it, but it's like, I just, I mean, especially the dunk contest. It just has gone so downhill. And, and guys miss dunks and guys, you know, try to do all these crazy things that don't work out well. And I, maybe there's, I'm not saying do the Pro Bowl games, because that was stupid, but they're never going to have a regular Pro Bowl again. Figure out something to maybe add to it and, and spice it up. And I mean, I still want a three-point shoot at a dunk contest, some kind of skills thing, whatever. But there's got to be something, because it's just not the way it used to be. And that's kind of a bummer to me. All right, but once again, you know, 324 and a half, I, I lean on the under, but the fact there's a line out right now, you know where the teams are, fascinating. All right, we're going to talk some NHL division value betting coming up next, getting closer to the NHL playoffs. Dan Leach in for Matt Eubens here on Sunday Bet Prep. Got an hour and a half or so left to go. Follow me on Twitter at Dan Leach DTM. This is Decent, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Sports fans, as the football season ends, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and much more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. It's a whole new game tonight. Dan Leach in for my man, Matt Humans, one of the best in the business, Matt Humans, not me. I mean, I'm all right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dan Leach DTM. And of course, if you missed any part of the show, you can always hear it on the visa.com website. We had Will Hill on earlier, as well as Bob Cantu, the former USC head coach, talking a lot of college hoops with those gents, as well as some uh, Major League Baseball win totals with Will Hill. So check that out uh, at visa.com. And we got lots to come in this last hour and so. Uh, as we try to turn the day over to night out here on the East Coast, and you're still having party time out there on the West Coast. Uh, coming up in the final hour, we're going to talk a little offseason NFL, some storylines. we got some big games in college basketball tomorrow and some NHL action, of course, uh, some golf to get to as well, and a little UFC uh, recap. We'll get to UFC stuff later in the show as well. Unfortunately, my high-level and family producer, Dan Miller, same name as my great friend Dan Miller, the voice of the Detroit Lions, had a rough night in UFC. So we're going to have to, you know, say a little prayer for him. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll toss some of my winnings on uh, the Michigan Wolverines and throw it to him, uh, you know, give him some Uber Eats. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Uh, but I want to get to some hockey and basketball here, a little NBA and NHL division talk. And, you know, we're getting close to the playoffs, obviously, in both sports. We're finally back on track. Remember, the NHL had to start so late and, you know, no traveling to Canada during COVID and the NBA had all the wacky stuff going into the summer. We're back on track. And the playoffs are coming up. Before you know it, by April, we're going to be in full swing playoffs in both leagues. And this is, I think, a great time in both, probably more the NHL than the NBA, but there's value in both leagues in, in terms of taking some division bets where you've got teams that maybe are kind of undervalued to win the division, but still have a realistic chance of doing it. And obviously, you're not looking in the NBA and, uh, you know, you, you say to yourself, okay, uh, you know, let's let's take a look at the Atlantic and the Knicks. They're going to go on some crazy run and, you know, they're nine and a half out and they're going to they're gonna win the, the Atlantic division. Okay, that's not going to happen. But there are teams, obviously, you know, for example, uh, the 76ers or the Cleveland Cavaliers in the Central, you know, my, where my Pistons are in the, the doormat position here in, in, in Motown. Uh, a team like Atlanta or the Wiz in the Southeast Division. When you go to the Western Conference, obviously you've got a Pacific Division that's wide open. Even the Lakers could make a run because uh, you got the Kings leading it right now up on a game uh, by a game on the clip joint, a uh, game and a half on the Suns, just three and a half on the Warriors and six on the Lakers. So, there's some things you can look at, and we'll start with the NBA here and, and give you some odds. And when you look at, uh, you know, some of the, the possibilities to maybe take a, a I don't want to say a flyer, but take a stab at some teams that are, you know, back three, four, five, or six or so games, there could be some good value on that. And we'll start with the Southwest division in the NBA 
in the, the Western Conference. And you look at the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are my team uh, out of the West to go to the, fi- the Final Four. Uh, wrong wrong uh, level of basketball, Dan. Uh, they're, they're my team to go to the NBA Finals. I think this is the year that John Moran can get it done. They've had some moments this year where I've been a little frustrated with them, but I think the, the Memphis Grizzlies have what it takes in a year where the Warriors aren't the Warriors. Obviously, Jokic, the Joker, and the Nuggets are incredible, but they've had, obviously had their failings in the playoffs. I mean, there isn't just a lockdown, drag-out Western favorite like there has been in, in years past. So I like the Grizzlies. Grizzlies to go to the, the NBA Finals. But you look at you know a team like Dallas or the Pelicans. Right now, I mean, these teams have played about 60 or so games. Some have played a little, you know, a little less. And, you know, you've got 20-plus games for some of these teams left. Five and a half, six games is a lot to make up. But with that many games left, it is doable. Plus, they're going to play each other. Some teams, you know, more than once. The Grizzlies are up five and a half on Dallas, and they're up six on the Pelicans. And boy, would you love Zion to be healthy. But I look at Dallas, and I still think there could be some value on the Dallas Mavericks. And right now, they are four to one. Because the Grizzlies, you know, they should win the division, and they will have a great chance of going to the NBA Finals. But if they don't win the Southwest, it doesn't matter. It's not gonna, it knocks them down a seed, but it's not going to matter, you know, in the grand scheme of things. If they're a good enough team to go to the Finals, they will. So you look at the Mavericks, you know, 4-1. to one, I think there's value there with Dallas. 30-1, to one, the Pelicans. I mean, I'm not touching that, especially the, the injuries. The, the Southeast... The Heat are the favorite right now, minus 330, by the way. The Grizzlies are minus 550 in the Southwest. The Heat, you know, plus 350. Wizards 10 to 1. I don't trust either of those teams enough to, to take a stab on one of them. If, if there was one team I would look at, the Wizards, just their metrics are incredible. And they're, they're hanging around there. When you look at, uh, you know, the Washington Wizards, who are in the, the Southeast Division of the uh, Eastern Conference, they're three and a half back. They played 58 games. They've got 34, uh, you know, games left to go. So there's a long way to go, and you're only down three and a half. Plus, they'll have, you know, they have a, a, a several games against the Miami Heat. Uh, that, that to me, is a little bit of a value play when you look at, you know, uh, getting that kind of 10-to-1 value on the Wiz. So that's where I would go in that division. Uh, I'm not betting against the Bucs, the Central, or minus 1,000. The Cavs are plus five and a half. I mean, Yes, uh, you know, is there a chance that Cleveland could make a run? They're not four and a half games. Sure, I don't think so, barring a, a big injury. You know, knock on what it doesn't happen uh, for the Greek freak. You look at the Pacific. This is the most wide-open division in probably all sports right now. The Suns are minus 145 as the favorite. And the Suns aren't even in first place. They're a game and a half out. Kings are at first. Clippers are at second uh, down a game. Golden State, three and a half out. And the Lakers are six out. Lakers would be like a decent bet to be making the playing tournament right now. But you look at the Clippers plus two forty, Kings plus five hundred, Warriors twenty eight to one, Lakers sixty to one. The Warriors definitely not the team that they've been in the past. Obviously, Curry's injury hurts. They've had you know moments this year where they haven't looked like a good team. They were you know excellent at home and terrible on the road. Lost to my Pistons. They're twenty eight to one. They are 28 to one, and right now they're only three and a half out. They played 58 games. The Kings have played 57 games. Yes, there are a lot of problems on the team. They're only the nine seed uh, right now overall. They would just be in the playing tournament. And as I mentioned, obviously you got Steph Curry uh, who's out. You know, expects to miss a few more games. You know, Wiggins has been day to day. Iguodala's been banged up, but Golden State is still got a lot of talent. And 28 to one, I definitely like that for a little sprinkle. Uh, in the Pacific, but that's just a wide-open division. Uh, the Atlantic, I'm not doing anything there. The 76ers are plus 850. The Nets are 250 to 1. The Celtics are going to win that division going away. And right now, um, Boston in the Atlantic is three up on Philly, but that I think that lead's going to just keep getting bigger and bigger. The Nets are down 7.5 and have no you know team anymore with Kyrie and Kevin Durant gone. So uh, it's just one of these things where you know, the Knicks, you, when you take a stab on the Knicks at like almost, you know, 5, 150 to 1 or whatever it is. No, I, I think the Celtics are the team that are going to win that division. And I'm going to stay away from that one. Uh, taking a look at some of the hockey divisions, we'll continue this coming up as well. This is where there's some value for me as well, because hockey teams can get, think about the Kings as an eight seed. Teams can get really hot late in a season. And I'll start here in the Atlantic in the Eastern Conference, and you got 
the Bruins right now. They've played 55 games, the least uh, in the division except the, uh, the Lightning as far as the top five teams go. And right now they're 13 points up on the Maple Leafs. And the Maple Leafs have played uh, 56 games. And the Maple Leafs are 30-1. to one. Now, obviously the Bruins should have no trouble winning this division. Toronto's a good team. they got a plus 43 goal differential, one of the better goal differentials in the National Hockey League. I mean, 13 is a lot of points, and they actually have played one more game than Boston, but you still have 26 games. It's a lot of games. You go on a set, like the Wings just went on a six-game win streak, or about to, hopefully. And, you know, Edmonton, uh, or, uh, you know, you've had other teams on these big win streaks. You win six, seven in a row, it's 14 points. Obviously, you got all the other teams losing, I just think that the Leafs, if there's anything I'm going to do, obviously a very small play, I'm going to look at taking Toronto at 30 to one to have a, you know, just maybe a, a hot end of the season and catch the Bruins. Obviously, it's, this is a total value play. This isn't something where you're, you know, putting a, a, a full unit or a, a huge amount of money on it. But I just think that, that Toronto has got what it takes to go on a winning streak and to get things going. And the Bruins are on 5,000. That's so why you're getting 30 to 1 on a team that could make a move, but it's going to have to happen soon, obviously, which was uh, 26 games left. We'll take a look at some of the other divisions in hockey uh, coming up next here. Obviously, uh, some offseason NFL stories I want to get to as well. A jam packed final hour as we'll take you to midnight Eastern and 9 Pacific. Dan Leach in for Matt Eubens here on Sunday Bet Prep. And this is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Having fun on a Saturday night here in February. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.